The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered. You covered twelve. I covered. Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Well, hello. Welcome to the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sherapan, Matt Peralt, Wednesday Brigade. How are you? Live on YouTube, live on Twitter. Bonus time coming later. Oh, God. People love bonus time. They're all in on bonus time. They like the bonus time. They do. Sports Grid TV. Good evening, Night Owls. How are you? Thank you for watching. We appreciate it. Like and subscribe to this channel. Help us get to four figures, okay? We we need to get to 1,000 subscribers. That's a goal that we're trying to get to here before the end yep. of April. we got a, what five, five weeks to get there, all right? Tell a friend. I don't care who you got to get on, some fake account, whatever. Get us to 1,000 subs on the YouTube channel at Boston versus the book. You guys are doing a great job on the Twitter. We're, we're picking up. Every day, more and more followers on our Twitter account. How's that happening, by the way? That number's going up every day. It's nice. At Boston versus the book on Twitter, where you guys can watch the show live and on YouTube, where you get the live chat, the real experience with the live chat. Yeah. How are you on this Wednesday, sir? Good, man. I'm tired. Uh, We had a very busy day yesterday, but we we talked about that. The best thing about today, it went great. Um, I mean, the games didn't go great at CSN. They lost both games, but then we ended up at the ballpark by your house, uh, nice. the Las Vegas ballpark, which is still a beautiful ballpark just in general. Saw a great college baseball game, ASU and UNLV. ASU won. Mm. Um, little Consig won. She got all the bets right. Like we sit there nice. and you know, say, is this guy going to get a hit? Are they going to score a run this inning? We do in-game betting sitting there. Mm. I mean, you know, and the payoff is – you know, another snack or, you know, you nice. were right or, you know, little bit, little back and forth. Seats or the berm? Which do you prefer? Seats. Are you okay. the berm? Yeah. Berm's awesome at that ballpark. You like that berm? Why? You catch home run balls. You can lay out. You can stretch out. It's awesome. Yeah, oh, it was a little chilly last night. The wind oh, was okay, kicking well. up there. It was uh, We weren't right. sitting on the berm, but there was like, there weren't that many people there. So we sat in the second row right next to the field. You could smell the grass and hear everybody talking in the dugout. So that was mm. fun. Launching um, pad ballpark. Yeah. And then it's awesome, Mark. It's so fun to watch. Uh, Aluminum bats. I, you were texting me the scores and the crazy things that were happening yesterday. Um, we, you know, <laughs> we'll start with Wisconsin, but before we get to Wisconsin, I just need to say a quick thing. Are we going to Hartford? Yeah. We got to go to Hartford. Just fat. Just we got to go to Hartford. Put just, the glasses on Dave. <laughs> Here okay, we just, go. If you guys I love are in the, this guy already. If you guys are in the Discord channel, this is why you need to be in the Discord. Because I posted the actual email in the where Discord is, channel. Where is the Discord channel again for the people? BVBshow.com. Tell them. Okay. I'm yeah, not posting it to the screen on Sports Grid because I'm not going to put my family member on blast on national TV. <laughs> but I am going to put him on blast verbally. <laughs> Uncle <laughs> okay. G! Okay, so quick backstory. My aunt Mona is the sister of my dad. So this is a uncle in law. Okay. This is somebody who has come into my family. He's been in my life, my entire life. He's been married to my aunt for 
I don't know, 50 years, maybe. I don't know, a long time. They've been together for right. a very long time. So you never know who's watching this show. I had no idea that my family member even knew I did this show. Okay. I had no <laughs> idea. My father doesn't watch this show. I have no idea how he got my email, but I he, I have been texting with my aunt over the years. And she's phenomenal to my daughter, sends her birthday presents and all, but I have not seen them physically. I, I'm going to say 15 years. Oh, wow. Spoke, spoken to each of them. I mean, Maddie's only eight. Yep. They've never met Maddie. They've never, never met Madeline. Oh, wow. So, so. So that makes this even a better story. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> there's, there's no real I mean, connection. I thought, you, I thought you just saw them like when you were home for Christmas or something. I've not seen, seen them. Years. The last time I remember seeing my Uncle Greg and Aunt Mona was at my grandfather's funeral, which oh, was man. at least 15 years ago or maybe more. I can't remember. I got to figure out the whole time zone, time thing as to when it was. But I opened my email yesterday. <laughs> And the, the title of the email is Hartford. And I'm like, <laughs> Hartford? <laughs> what is that? Greg, Hartford. It says Greg C. I'm like, yeah, but I'm like, who has my email address? It would write me about Connecticut. Like, what, but what, what person got my email and it's sending me an email? So I go ahead and open the email. Yeah. And in the email, it's an invitation mm. for him to for him to show me around Hartford. Because I have a misconception about the city of Hartford, which, by the way, Greg, um, Uncle Greg, I've been there a million fucking times. But you haven't been there recently. <laughs> I don't care. I've been there three years ago. I was in Hartford. It's changed a lot. Didn't you? Oh, read it the changed dramatic. It changed dramatically. The email states that my opinion of Hartford because he now lives in Hartford, which I did not know, by the way, he, he, he's a lawyer. I did not know he lived in Hartford. I had no idea I had family members actually stuck in the purgatory that oh. is Hartford, Connecticut, oh. which would have made the story even better about me blasting Hartford, Connecticut, if I had known that I had people who are blood of mine stuck in that hellhole. So I would have actually gone like, okay, here we go. Would have made it way better if I'd have been like, help my family get out. Somebody like send like a mission, like a, you know, like when you go save people, send a helicopter there to helicopter my family out to get them out so he says i i think i had the same opinion of hartford that you had until i moved here and i would love the chance again i gotta remember how old uncle greg is i'm not sure i'm 45 so i uncle greg might be like 60 or 70 i'm not sure how old uncle, he's a lawyer in connecticut last time i heard they lived in like the far boonies of connecticut i didn't know they lived in the city now I think the boonies may have obstructed his ability to think that Hartford's actually a cool place now. So your you know, how you're judging places have changed. What are we doing? Right I, I couldn't believe it. I was floored. <laughs> I was like, one, hi. <laughs> Two, thanks for watching. As the subscribe button, Uncle G. That's what the brigade said. Can you please? <laughs> Can you please said, tell the whole hey, law Greg. firm, if you're still practicing, <laughs> tell the whole law firm to hit the subscribe button too while you're here. The brigade said, hey, make sure you hit the like button, Uncle Greg. Right. Please, please. That's, <laughs> That's all we tremendous. ask. That's all we ask. Oh, you know? I couldn't believe this. Like you were going at your co-host because he was wearing a Hartford Whalers shirt, Whalers jersey. I just like to say I had the same opinion in Hartford, but it changed. <sighs> you never know who's watching this show. <laughs> you just never know who's watching this show. You really don't know who's watching. I mean, I want to know where he got it. On top of that, like it was it was because the Hartford take was on Monday's show. So like it was two days ago. 
I posted it on my Twitter, though. You think and my Uncle Greg's on Twitter? No, but I think someone <laughs> saw it and maybe said, hey, did you see this video? How would he know my, because his last name is Cantwell. My last name is Peralt. We have different last names. There's no you connection. Just, you just said you didn't want to out your, your Oh, I, I mean, there's a million. You just did. There's a million people in Connecticut. That's not a totally, a, no, I can go whatever. Fine. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. He's fine. <laughs> he's fine. Listen, Uncle Greg is fine. It's all good. <laughs> like, it's fine. I'm just glad he's watching the show. Oh, one. my God. Thank you Both. for having my back, too. Because oh, yeah. that jersey is fucking fire, like the kids would say. <laughs> so you you going after the jersey's totally wrong. Um, uh, I didn't go after the jersey. I go after the, the, the representation of the jersey. Well, yeah. I mean. It made me angry. Listen, Seeing the, I like the jersey. Completely napalmed any chance of us going into Hartford without a security force. Like, we're going to have to <laughs> fly Stevie Mac there. We're going to have to have Mikey Awesome come up. Oh, uh, JC can get over there. Like, I would we're, love we're to show have to you why Hartford is great. It's not what everybody thinks. You can come up with your little girl to visit. I think it would change your mind. <laughs> oh, no. What have we done? Come on, man. Oh, you understand. They're not going to invite bro? you to the family reunion. What are we? Oh, the, the Peralt family reunion would have to come with guns. So that ain't happening. <laughs> That's so not like, even what the, I mean, we're talking crazy people. What oh, my, I told you I was raised by my mom, my mom's side. I don't have much connection like the Peralt family. My dad's side. Yeah, it's very unique. It's it, people, you, family members. You guys could probably relate to this. Right. Like one side of the family is a little bit more nutty than the other side of the family. Yeah, of course. And like my aunt Susan, I lived with her for the first six months when I moved to Virginia. And I hadn't like I had no real connection to her growing up, but I lived with her. It was unbelievable. So I'm right. close to her. My my dad and I, I talked to my father like, I don't know, once every two months, maybe over email. Like he sent right. me a text message the other day about yoga. And I was like, I was like, what? He's like, I'm really happy that you've taken control of your health and you're working out. You look great. I really I think it's great. I'm doing yoga now. You should look at doing yoga. I'm like, I'm not doing yoga. <laughs> like, that's not what I'm interested in doing. But like, these are the things like. It's a very have weird. Ever, have you ever done yoga? I haven't, but the Peralt family existence in my life is very odd. Like the Quattro's, my mom's side, that's mm. who came to Vegas and we went out to dinner and we had, right. you know, I, I yeah. see them all the time. Right. My, my, my daughter knows them. Like she knows her great aunts, which is kind of nuts because she has seven of them. <laughs> They're all alive. It's mm. wild. Like I didn't know my great aunts at all. I had no great uncles, great aunts. No connection at all. Right. But because my mom had me so young, they're all still alive. <laughs> so like I've got Madeline has this whole big extended family, second cousins and third cousins, and she knows all of them. That's so awesome. my family is going to disown me, but that's fine. Hartford is not a place I want to visit unless I have to. You, you know, well, if you ever give, if you ever ask somebody about working at ESPN, they'll tell you the funniest stories about having, cause they don't want to live in Bristol. But oh. they have to. Li but they, li they all live in West Hartford, which oh. they try to claim is not Hartford. Mm. West Hartford is not Hartford. Hartford is downtown. Hartford's what Matt's hating. We hate it too. Right. We live in West Hartford. Mm. We live in the nicer parts. <laughs> I, I I got the, I got the truth from uh, from Neil. 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 Oh Neil yes. Will, Never. Neil yes. Everett lived in Connecticut. He won't even fly over Connecticut <laughs> ever again. I told you. And he's, you know, he was a West Coast guy. Yeah. Like, but he he said, I will never, I never go back to Connecticut. When he got that, when they opened that LA and he got right. there, he he said, 
I'm done. I'm not even going to visit. I, he goes, I didn't even clean out my office or nothing. I leave it. Just go. <laughs> you can have it. He I'm left done. the part, everything he had there. He, I started everything new. I didn't need nothing left of my time in Connecticut. I wanted to forget it all. So, yes. Uh, I thought yeah. that was the funniest thing ever. I was in love with that. If you can go to the, go to the discord channel, bvbshow.com. Right. And you can search at sports talk, Matt, and you can see the email. I posted it there. Cause it's pretty funny. It's, 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 it's good stuff. Okay. Mm. Last night, and again, before we start, JC hmm. from KC, I do know it's bvbshow.com. He just I, makes me say it. I make him say it because he says it perfectly every time. No, so, JC, don't he makes my brain not knowing it. Yes, he makes my brain having to click to know I, the thing. Right. So, if you bet the under, we talked about it yesterday in the NIT. 114 and a half was the open. It closed at 115 and a half for Wisconsin and North Texas. Yeah. I was texting you and Matt. Yes. Going, oh my gosh, the live in game is 140 and a half. Yes. First half. Well, no, the first time you text me it was, was 125. 125 and a yeah. half. Then I points. checked it and it was 133 and a half or something a little bit later. And then you hit me with another text <laughs> and said it was 140 and a half. And I was like, wow, this is this is crazy. What did they do in the first half? It was 41 to 29 at halftime. That flew over. I mean, it's like 70 flew over the first half number. Yeah. Then what? Then we saw one of the most, I think Pete Futek of collegefootballnews.com described it perfectly by saying Wisconsin painted their Mona Lisa in the NIT final four. Pete, got to give Pete credit. (laughs) That was pretty, that's pretty good right there. Because Wisconsin did not score for the final 10 minutes of the game. Officially 907, they did not make another basket. There was 907 left in the game. They did not make another basket. On top of the fact of not getting a shot off with under 10 seconds to go when they had possession to send the game into overtime, which could have set the game over the 114 and a half number. But instead, they don't get a shot off. North Texas wins by two, and the original 114 and a half hits. Knocking out everyone that bet over any number of the entire game they bet over and they lost every single bet. So is that a bad beat for the bad beat people like the content? people? Is that a bad beat? Don't consider it a bad beat. No, I consider it a crazy unforeseen outcome, which if you bet under 114 and a half, why weren't you betting under 143 and a half, which was the high in game? Right. For that game. Yeah. You could have had a 30 point middle. True. <laughs> I mean, so you deciding not to bet in game. We talked about this yesterday about how college basketball now has become NBA like, where if you're betting a pregame position, you have to be watching this thing. But if you bet under and went out yeah. for, you know, for, for dinner and you came back and you're like, oh shit, I won. Nice. You had no idea how you got there. You had no, no idea the roller goes to run. No, and, and like sometimes, right? I mean, people in the space, both in the book, working in the book or in the content space, like in the book world, some people swear they don't watch the games. Other people do watch the games. If you're a book guy and you need it over, that's one That's one that takes years off your life. You're like, I, I had that. Like, I yeah. mean, Tyler, BetSmart US is um, saying that was 99% over to win with 11 minutes to go. 
Like he he had a great tweet uh, on it that I ended up seeing this morning. But I was like, damn, that was crazy. And then, you know, I got my guy Butchie, mm. Butchie the bookie. He's talking about like people beating him in in game right now because they're just betting these things. They're coming in with limit plays, and there's ways to to make this work for you. So you're right. I think you need to, you know, take uh, take advantage of it while you can because I mean, we're coming up on baseball season. Like, it's going to get hard again. It's yeah. going to be a lot of guesswork. It's going to be – we're trading texts every day talking about how is the game going to be affected? How is this going to be affected? We're seeing content. I'm doing MLB Network right after this show. Nice. They want to know what you think about how is this going to affect – the games, we don't know. We know college basketball right now. It's been pretty good. But it's funny because when you look at the way the original algorithm projection spits out a number, right? So you get all the algorithms, all the numbers, all the stats, all the, okay, it's 114 and a half. And then the in-game algorithm watches what's happening and seeing the scoring and the number and it goes, uh-oh. And it overcorrects to the point where it's at 143 and a half. Right. Like that's where I'm not saying your eyes deceive you. Oh, your eyes play tricks. Like you see the scoring, you see the game, you see the pace and you anticipate or expect that to continue. And then it doesn't. And ultimately the algorithm winds up being correct because the first half was an anomaly and the second app was an anomaly, but when you combine the two, you get to the projected total of 114 and a half. It's just, I mean, we say that all the time in the book business, like the results are important. Yes. But at the same time, the process is the most important and you just have to stay consistent with that. It's the same with betting. Like, you know, you go, Oh, I had it nailed. I should have got over. I should have this, the game fucking fell 110. Like, I don't know how, I mean, I don't know how it did, but I know after reading the box score and talking to you and go, I mean, that's, that's when I say nobody knows shit. Like, how do you not go? Huh? I mean, yeah, was game was supposed to fly over 41 to 29 at halftime, 70 points. Of course, you're supposed to score close to 140. You know, the second half always is a little bit more right. a lot of times in the first uh-huh. half. The game's supposed to score. They're supposed to score close to 150 points. They scored 110. Nothing is explainable. And how did Wisconsin not get a shot off at the end? On top of that, Badger fans are furious today going, how in the world did we go that? They had one shot make of their last 16 attempts. It doesn't make any sense. It's just, I mean, (laughs) I mean, one for 17. I'm glad I didn't go. Actually, oh my! I would have. I would have been. I mean, like that would have been a tough one. The, the second game looked amazing. I it saw did. the final score. Yeah, caught a little bit of it late. I was like, "Wow, this is actually looks really fun." Hockey game to go was to the that best game. game. Hockey game was the best game of the night, though. Holy crap! <laughs> you and Otto texted in the, in the thing in our thread. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "It's three three already." It was hit the over. I had over seven over hit with like ten to play in the second half. They had two goals. It was 1-1 after the fourth minute. <laughs> it was 3-3 after the first period, was it not? Uh, no, it was 3-2 after the first period. 3-3. Three, three quick. Ten, yeah, quick into the second period. Yeah. Final score not was 7-4. Yeah. No. I mean, that, 
but another seven goal given up. I mean, that's two home games of the last four, I think, for the Golden Knights giving up seven goals. That's not a good way to go to the playoffs. They're going to get caught. Yeah. I think they're going to get caught. It's a whole playoff matchup thing in the West is going to be all jacked up. Yeah, I don't know. Defensively, they can just... Against the high-flying, high-potent teams in the NHL, it's it's a dangerous spot right now for the Golden Knights. Their defense is definitely lacking, and that's Ooh. normally Bruce Cassidy's calling card is defense, which is a little bit surprising to see Vegas struggling. Speaking of which, do you know where, where Bruce Cassidy's first coaching job was? Do not. The Jacksonville Lizard Kings. Oh, the logo from Emerson. Do you believe that? That's pretty good. Did he know that? That's why he looked that up? He's from Florida, so I assume Jack Emerson would have. He said, known. "Tell Cheese Stick Boy that Cassidy started at the Jacksonville." Lizard I'm not game. Cheese Stick Boy. He's Cheese Stick Boy. That's what I called him. How unoriginal is that? He has to call, <laughs> he has to use the name I called. He him? didn't say that. Oh, he said okay. something else. Oh, I just wanted. Oh. To, I just wanted to make sure, oh. just in case. It's in okay. Case, it's it's it's, know, it's 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 all good. Ya. Lotsy's got to be careful because Sully's going to find out that he doesn't know anything about the garden. Oh boy, we got to be yeah, careful, yeah. right? It's, it's okay. We 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 love it, but it's 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 fun. It just you got to be careful. You know, you can't be can't be running around talking about Boston history and Hartford Whaler <laughs> bullshit. Like you just can't be doing that. And come on, now you weren't even was he even born when the Whalers were in Hartford? I don't even know. Uh, How old is our boy? Thirty five. He looks so good. Got that TV face, you know. He does. Yeah, <laughs> he does. So we we were talking a bit about crazy nights. Look, the, the NBA as wild as the Wisconsin game was the warrior game, which for your East coast guys, you were asleep and didn't see this, but the warriors were dead. (laughs) They were just dead last night. Should have lost the game out until, until a technical foul gets called against Draymond green and the entire game flips. And they went nuts. 40 to 12 run. They woke them up. Did they ever? Pelicans yeah. should have won that game. They were coasting up by 19 points at one point in this game. Not only did the Warriors win the game, they covered easily last night. <laughs> easily last night. Like another so, game. What, so is this a bad beat? No, like, it's not a bad you're, beat. You're up 20, and then you don't bad cover beat. 11. Or no. You don't cover eight and a half, I mean. A bad beat is when something stupid happens. When when the number is, like, right on the number, it's, like, right there, and right. you get a shot that is a half-court shot or something weird happens, uh, an extra point hits. On the last the, play of the game. Yeah, or, last or, or, extra or, or, point like, hits it upright. Like, like, those are bad beats where, like, you should have one and you end up losing because something weird happens. Like, that's a bad beat. This is not a bad beat. This is just a really crazy situation where people should have been betting in-game and taking the Warriors plus five, six, seven, eight, whatever right. the number it was. Given Big where the game was going. Big said he's going to start calling these things good wins or, or miracle wins or something. Yeah, that's a, that's a fair beats. point. Yeah, I like that. It's a miracle, a miracle win. win. Yeah, he's miracle like, cover. He's like, it's a miracle let's, cover. Let's talk about it in the positive rather than the I negative like and the bad beat. Yeah. Where everyone else is doing a bad beat. Can we call it? Because that's not, I mean, I it's not a bad beat. Yeah. It's not a bad beat to me. I, no. it's a, this is just, you had a team that outscored the Pelicans in the third quarter, 39 26 and 35 20 in the fourth quarter. Right. I mean, outscored him by 13 points in the third quarter and 15 points in the fourth quarter. 
Mm. That's not a bad beat to me. That's just you woke up the Warriors. And this is what they can do when they go nuclear. It's why anybody who's going to play the Warriors in the playoffs, they can do this. <laughs> like they can just go off on you. I hope and you're like, oh, I hope it's not Sacramento Golden State in the first round. If that is, though. Right. Talk about a fun series. And and I mean, they're so close. Yeah. Like that's, are they natural rivals? Is anyone up there? Timmy baseball's watching, watching not the natural, they're geographical rivals, but I don't think anybody in Oakland or the Bay area really knows Sacramento's close. Like they're just like, eh. <laughs> like you think so just from my experiences of being up there, it's like, there's a lot of people who work. There's a, I think there's an Amazon hub in Sacramento. So I think a lot of people who work in the Bay Area in the tech world go over there for that, but mm. they don't voluntarily go over there. The weather is completely different. It's blisteringly hot during the summertime. It's far from the water. So it's a very different, Sacramento is a very different experience. Please, please don't, don't, don't be smirched. I'm not, I'm, I want to go I love there. it. I, I went there. Oh, oh, I, I, right, I think their, their downtown is phenomenal. The state okay. house is there. All right. All right. There's a ton of really cool you things going on. Went to the Sacramento. state house in Sacramento. What the hell did you go there for? I ran around it. I ran on the, all the property. Oh, when oh, I was, I, when I, was had a, I thought you had a hearing or something. No, 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 no. no. I, was, oh, I, I went, 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 went. I went up there okay. for the Chevy trip. That's where I, every morning I went and ran all around the state house. It's gorgeous downtown. It's really nice. Okay, it's a all cool. Right, it's a cool city. I, I could live there. I could live in Sacramento. I like it a lot. Are you moving? What do you? No, I'm just saying. Oh, okay. Cities. I always go to cities. Like, could I exist here? Like, could I actually? Oh, live here? okay. All right. I could live in Sacramento. I'd rather live in the Bay Area, but. Wow, we got Rick J three six nine. I live in Sacramento, and this is the first time I've heard this. Heard what? I don't tell us. I don't heard know what. Your weather is totally different than the Bay Area. You know Jordan this. Goroff says Sacramento is a place Bay Area people drive through to get to Reno Tahoe. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> okay, good point. Right? Yes. <laughs> Zip right through. So, Whoa. just how it is. I but the, go. so I wouldn't say the rivals. I wouldn't say this. I wouldn't say okay. the, the, the Kings right. and the Warriors are rivals. But you know what does build rivalries? Playoff matchups. Right. So you play enough in the postseason, and you do end up getting become rivals. You do end up hating each other. So. The Kings haven't been in the playoffs in 2006. So it's impossible for them to be the Warriors rival or even a blip on the radar screen. They haven't been a contender. They've been laughing stock for nearly 20 years. Right. So that's why it's not like that. So the Celtics took down everybody last night. Losing to the Wizards, not just losing to the Wizards, Believe but this. getting annihilated by the Wizards. As close as 11 point favorites. 130 to 111 final. What the hell happened? There are some people who are in and around the media who are raising some red flags about this Boston Celtics team. There's some concern that, you know, at this point in the year, not that the coaching staff is being tuned out, but these guys might be tuning things out. Like they need big basketball games. And this one tomorrow night is there's one tomorrow night. That we're going to find out. So, I if they perform oh, like this against play Milwaukee, Milwaukee tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Oh. If, they, if they perform like that last mm. night against Milwaukee, who's playing tonight, right? We'll be on a back to back. Right. If they don't look the part, there's going to be a lot of people in, in New England and in Boston going, okay, guys, what's going on? Oh, my. Joe Missoula is a young guy. Okay. They like him, but. Hasn't been through a full NBA season before. 
And is there anything going on internally that might be of concern? Are we going to mention the C's and B's parlay? Both dead. This discussion? Oh, well, the Bruins are later in the show talking about their loss. But All right. The chat was very concerned that you were just going to gloss over the Bruins losing. Oh, no. We got we have a whole section. We got it. We got it. The, the, okay. the Predators game is – yeah. I don't want to discount what the Predators did last night for a couple of reasons because they were playing for more than themselves. So I want to give them – a right. pro- a proper conversation yes. about about what yes. that they what they did yes. last night because beating the Bruins was that was a pretty special game for them for that team given what's going on in Nashville, but yeah the Beans and probably went down bad hard I mean, to even play that hockey game with all that stuff like two guys didn't on. two guys went home they, they flew back they just said I'm, I got got on planes and flew home it's like okay. I can't play hockey I got young kids gotta go so <sighs> yeah so th- that yes Beans and Seeds probably went down in horrific fashion last night. And if you laid the minus 200 to bet it, that's even worse, but that wasn't the worst loss of the night, which is insane. How did the thunder lose outright to the Hornets? Number was 11 and a half. It closed at nine, but yeah, that was uh, right. Like that late move. We saw that while we were on actually moved while we were on. Yep. You find the peak as the book, and you go, boom, get back there and see what we got to do. You found a reason to stop. That's good. I can't give you a reason why. I, I, have, I mean, how does, you know, these things happen because it's sports. Um, the Moneyline Parlay bidding last night in the NBA was a minefield. You, lo- you got blown up a couple of times. Blown up. I mean, there was no, no one winning anything. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the hell combination you could have put together with favorites on money lines and one. Right. The big favorites, two of them went down outright, not just didn't cover. <laughs> they didn't win. They lost outright. Right. Weird, weird night. All right. Tonight, Kevin Durant is back for the Phoenix Suns. Mm-hmm. First time Kevin Durant came back in his first game for Phoenix, he played 27 minutes, scored 23 points. They've upped it. They've gone through it. What are your expectations tonight? Because the number was as high as six and a half. There's been a move on Minnesota because they're playing incredibly well. Yeah. I don't know. I would bet Phoenix. You I'm would. Wait, obviously. Yeah. Right. I would bet Phoenix. But again, didn't Minnesota just beat us the other night taking the points? We, we were against Minnesota, I believe. Talking they've about beating, it. They've been beating everybody. Yeah. They're on fire at the moment. They are. As dogs on the road, winning games outright. Beat the Warriors at the Warriors. Right. Yeah. Fading the Timberwolves right now has not been has not been profitable. No. Yeah, this end of the season, money lines is so hard. What is there? Six games left for some teams, five mm-hmm. games left for some teams. But it matters for the T Wolves. I mean, it's right. it matters the standings are this is coming right down to it. Yeah. I mean, OKC loses yesterday to the Hornets. They play Detroit tonight. They came 11 and a half point favorites. Did you know if the playoffs began today, the Dallas Mavericks are not in the playoffs? Kyrie got them. Right? Not in the playoffs. The Suns are a half a game up on the Clippers, who are a half a game up on the Warriors, who are a half a game up on the Timberwolves. <laughs> That's how tight this is. That's the, four, the four seed mm. all the way down to the 11 seed is being separated by a mere three and a half games. Yeah, the move is definitely coming on uh, 
on a T-Wolves. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you're sitting in a book taking the bets, you know, I would tell Butchie uh, if I was sitting next to him, let him bet it. Just keep moving the number. Let him, let him bet it. I, I, I like the Suns. KD coming back is, I mean, you, he's one of my favorite players to watch play. Of course. The guy just owns the whole situation. I hope he's healthy. I mean, I would think he's 100%. Yeah. If he's coming back tonight, right. there's no need. I mean, although they do need to win to keep – nobody wants to play in that playing. No. Nobody wants to play in why, that playing. Why would you want to? Right. I mean, in the T-Wolves, are only, if they win tonight, they're tied with the Warriors. I mean, they 40 wins, 40 and 37 Golden State. T-Wolves win tonight. They're 40 and 37. Yeah. It's a big game for Minnesota who have won four games in a row. Three of those four right. games have been on the road. Right. New York on the road, eight point dogs, outright win. Golden State on the road, five and a half point dogs, outright win. Sacramento on the road, five point dogs, outright win. They're getting I mean, playoff ready. I sound I like I like, get playoff ready. I like Minnesota tonight. I like the T Wolves tonight, plus the points. They wanted a Kirk Gibson arm pump. <laughs> Somebody just reached down in the in the chat. Santana, you got it right here, baby. We pull it three times right there. Eckersley, man, go for the ball. I fell on the floor. I I I mean, it's the first memory of Vin Scully of my life, other than the ground ball between the legs of Buckner. Unbelievable. Opaka says, uh, Brian Opaka says that Luca looks sad for Dallas. Does he look sad? He said he's sad. He said it outright. He's lost the love. He's sad. He said he's having a hard time enjoying himself playing basketball right now. Black Eyed Peas had a song called Where Is The Love. Mm-hmm. I love that song. You remember that song? Yeah. Is Luca looking for the love right now for the game? He's looking for, what is he looking for right now? An exit from Kyrie Irving. <laughs> I mean, that's what, what, a, what a mistake that was. Oh, boy. They're, they're lucky that the contract, he, they don't have to pay him. They're lucky. They're not stuck to them for next year. They can just say, okay, we tried. We're done. Bye. That's it. Thank you. Does not work. Will it ever work? Never. They're polarizing personalities. Where is where is it going to work? Nowhere. Kyrie is a black hole of a person. Oh, my goodness. He is, and he doesn't see it. He doesn't understand it. He doesn't care. Like, he just, he will go to the Lakers, and that will be it. That's his last stop is to go back with LeBron. And the one person that he cannot control, fight with, whatever he'll listen to is LeBron. Oh, we can only hope for content's sake that that happens. That's right. I think that's where he's going to end his career. That will be the last stop, the last hurrah. The basement ground floor is going back to LeBron. Wow. Awesome. And just sit there and play. And then maybe LeBron and him, you know. Do what? I don't know. We'll see. I mean, LeBron was all, I I love that LeBron so about his kid. It was so fun to watch him last night at the McDonald's all American game, sitting courtside, watching Bronny play. Yeah. Couldn't have been happier coming up and celebrating his son and watching his kid play and giving all the, all the scrutiny and all the attention that that kid's had his whole career. It's pretty impressive. It's yeah. He's not that big, which is really interesting yet. No, he's not, he's not going to be that tall. I mean, he's not. He's tall. He's like six four. <laughs> he's not going to be like his dad. His dad's when six, nine. six four not become tall? When his dad is six nine. Mm. I mean, in the NBA, six foot four is not. It's a point guard. That's not a 
you know, that's not big. It's good for the college game, but it's not good for the pro game. Oh, uh, just look down in the chat. Whitrock is here every day. So I got to recognize, you know, there, I mean, there's a lot of people that are here every day. I just True. happen to look down and read this. Whitrock says Kyrie's like that one girl who seems like a good idea until you're with her. And then you realize how truly Uh-oh. crazy she is. Yeah. The uh, hot to crazy scale is not good. It's, hot it, to crazy scale. Wait, wait, wait. You don't know about the hot, to, the hot to crazy scale. You've never heard this. This is news to you. What is it? Is it like a, like a parallel it's a gra- thing? It's a graph. Up like this? It's a graph. It's, it's a, a graph. hot to crazy scale. Oh, you don't, you, you don't know this, that the whole, there's certain numbers that so you I've been take. married for 20 years. I, I mean, I know a lot of stuff. I mean, Chat, you got to help Dave out. He, he doesn't know the hot to crazy scale. The uncertain levels on the hot scale, you'll take another side on the crazy scale. Right. So like most guys will tell you that they'll deal with like a seven and seven. They'll deal with like a seven hot for a seven crazy. Oh. And then if it's like an eight or a nine hot, it's okay. You may go a little bit higher, but you got to be careful. You want to keep it under five. You know? Eight to five is a good ratio. This is this is good information. <laughs> it's just good yes. to know. The hot to crazy the hot to crazy scale is definitely something to pay attention to. It's 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 something that when you haven't been single for a long time, and I'm now single, so I have to pay attention to it now. Right. But it's important <laughs> because you can find yourself if it's like a four on the hot scale and an eight on the crazy scale. See you later. <laughs> like you don't want any four part of it. Oh, so you can tolerate the crazy. The more they are on correct, the-, the hotter the woman, the more crazy a guy will cut. Will a guy will tolerate most often? But the yeah. idea is to keep the crazy down and the hot up. Mm. And you find a 10 four, you you know, you're sitting pretty. I don't do crazy. <laughs> no. uh, Never again. <laughs> I did it for for mm-mm. ten years. Never again. Uh, all right, Sixers are laying four tonight at home against Luca and the Mavs. Lay it. We just talked about the Mavericks. What is right. the discussion here? This is yeah. a lay it. No, Embiid playing. Yeah, this is a lay it. I mean, they're gonna miss the playoffs. Mavs are gonna miss the playoffs after what Luca did last why year. Why is the line only four? Because I don't know if Embiid's playing. Oh, this bullshit. He didn't play in Denver. Maybe not. Maybe like a play tonight. Maybe they're just going to go, all right, we're good. All right. So wait, just wait to confirm. I mean, but if he's playing, does the line go up? This is the yes. line when I'm not playing. Yeah. Harden, I guess, is the other question, too. This is the line when I'm not playing. If he plays, it's going to spike. It's going to go to six, I would think. Right. Dallas is done. Done? They're still. I mean, they're not mathematically done. I know, but they're going to lose the next couple games. Mavericks remaining schedule is the following. And this is not good if you're a Maverick fan, hoping they make the postseason tonight, obviously at Philadelphia, at Miami, at Atlanta, home for Sacramento, and then two relative layups at the end, home for for Chicago and home for San Antonio. That ain't no bargain, but they're in trouble. No, they're in trouble. There's no debate there. They they could easily win two of their last six games and miss the playoffs. Calf issues with Embiid. Thank you, Iran Sean. Mm-hmm. Calf issues. Yeah. You ever have calf issues? Um. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's, you get it's, them cramps. I get cramps, but I, I've had it where like I didn't know if 
the it was an Achilles injury or a calf injury. Oh, like, like right down where, it, mm. where that connection point is, and it sucks. I've had that. That's no fun. Yeah, can't jump, can't run. It sucks. Sometimes mine lock up, and I want to just fall over. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, that's dehydration. That, that hasn't happened for a long, long time. I'll probably jinx myself and have potassium. Right that's potassium. <laughs> I have had that happen. Chicago is hosting the the Lakers tonight. Lakers just lost to Chicago at home in their last game by 10. One, don't know if LeBron's playing. Got all the LA stuff. But do you buy the revenge game angle? Look at this thing. Um, the revenge game angle. They need, yeah, just lost by 10 to them at home. Go back and get them. Chicago is currently in the playoffs. In the play-in. Yeah, I think they make the plan. Two and a half games um, up on Washington. Man, oh man. Lakers are a half a game out of the playoffs. Both teams need this game. I like Lakers. Where was the McDonald's All-American game last night? Do you know? No, I don't. Tell us in the chat. Yeah, chat. Where was it? Because it, 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 it's been it in Chicago before. I just wonder. Right. Did that work out that perfectly where the game was in Chicago and LeBron's playing in Chicago? Maybe. That'd be amazing. Come on, that's scheduling. <laughs> it probably did. It was that that was the McDonald's All-American game? Yeah, last night. They played it either in Chicago or in Pittsburgh. I mean, they used to play the Dapper Dan All McDonald's All-American game. It was a Dapper Dan classic, is what it was called, because I covered it huh. a couple of times. I love that thing, seeing those kids play. It was. Uh, um, yeah, I like the Lakers. The game was in Home Houston. Dog. It was in Houston. Oh, it was in Houston. So we just jetted up. Yeah, okay. It was in Houston, not Chicago. Uh, okay. Because LeBron was in Houston, Houston last night. So I was like, Sierra Mello's in Chicago. It wasn't Chicago. It was Houston. Sierra Mello, don't come in there and say shit. Where, where the Final Four was, because everyone's heading there for the Final Four. So it makes sense to play the game there. Uh, but LeBron, I mean, if he plays, I like the Lakers. If he doesn't play, I don't know. According to DraftKings, he's a game time decision. So right, yeah. And they they game said they said decision. that Anthony Davis is um, likely to play. Oh, so. all right. Let's you, you get a healthy full Lakers team. I think they beat and went and cover. Yeah, line was one last night. The two and a half tells me that the people are projecting the you know, people are projecting LeBron and Anthony Davis to play. But I'm always scared of the Lakers tax. It's still two and a half. It's affordable. Yeah, it's still a tax, though. It is. It's probably would be a pick line, and it's two and a half. And then the Bucks are playing the Celtics <laughs> tomorrow night. Sarah Mello, you're the best. It's fine. Um, he said he's he's apologizing, guys. I'm it's just if I if say something like that, don't take it personal. Yeah, just tease I know it. everybody. Yeah, we're just we're just having fun. Yeah. You guys are a big part of the show. Don't get upset, <laughs> but get the shit right, Sarah Mello. <laughs> Can you take the points here tonight for the Pacers, given that the Bucks play the Celtics tomorrow night? What the hell? Why would you get involved in this game? I wouldn't. I was asking. Oh, oh, oh. I'm, um, I'm just saying, because I feel like the Pacers are live here to cover this number. This game means nothing to Milwaukee. Tomorrow night means a lot more. Yeah. How many games ahead of Boston is Milwaukee? Two and a half. Every game means something they not really them. They've already they, said that they don't care about whether the I one, know, two, or three. but they lie too. They're All full right. of shit. I mean, they wanted the one seed. 
Okay. They're three in the loss column. They have a game in hand. This is it. So if they lose, they're two in the loss column. And then Boston, that game has a whole new meaning because then Boston's down by one. Just too many points. Five with, games. With the game on deck. It's, I, mean, I agree. Milwaukee's yeah. winning, but I wouldn't lay this. Mm-mm. I like the Pacers plus the points. Right. On this. Okay. So before we get to the NOS preview, I, I want to talk quickly about an interesting piece that came out from MIBets.com because the American Gaming Association has put out new parameters for what they consider to be the standard for marketing to college kids. And so the deal that Caesars currently has with Michigan State and other sports books, Maryland, Colorado, Denver, who have deals with sports books, is now being scrutinized and questioned. Yep. Do you think we'll ever get, because right now today in Congress today, there is a hearing going on as we speak for the name, image, and likeness law that the feds want to pass. They want to college stuff for college. They want a name, image, and likeness federal law to go into place. And they're debating it. What police it. Who's going to police it? The FBI. Yeah. The government. A national, a federal, yes, federal law, yes. What well, is that possible? Yeah, of course, everything's possible. Yes, as Kevin Durant once said. You I, no, it wasn't Kevin Durant. It was Kevin Garnett. So Garnett, sorry. Kevin Anything Garnett. is possible. Yes, Garnett, I Durant. love that. Yes, I love sorry. that quote. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That's your Celtic guy. Come on. I, I'm, I'm reading. I'm trying. Yes, you're right. Just, what are you just, reading? Trying to pull up the thread, the the tweet thread from the lawyer who has been live in the room, live tweeting the NIL hearing. Oh, for real? Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's it's absolutely oh, insane. Um, yeah, we got guys that tweet these gaming hearings. I can't get enough of it. I yeah. used to like Core TV back in the day. Like I would like watch these things. The uh, just he, he here's the quote: the College what? Football Players Association executive Jason Stahl has said to to, to Congress today, quote, the federal government should stay out of the NIL free market. (laughs) Which is, as everyone's saying, a leader in the clubhouse at the moment for this. They pass? Um, Well, no, it's saying because it's the protecting college athletes NIL deal-making rights is the bill they're debating at the moment uh, on why Congress will never really, they don't think they'll act. Are they protecting their flank? Everybody is. Yes. Always protect the flank. Always protecting the flank. Everyone, everyone's worried about someone else's flank. Uh, I got your flank right here. Do you like <laughs> flank steak? I don't like flank steak that That's, much. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm with no. you there. Um, like one politician said, there needs to be consistent NIL rules. Yes. And, and without such rules, some sports will be eliminated. Oh. Saying the current oh. NIL chaos means students are left to fend for themselves. Oh. Uh, and misstates that the Alston decision caused NCAA changing the NIL rules. Um, nobody thought of this shit before. <laughs> one one person asked a witness if he roots for the Eagles or the Giants, which caused some weird laughter and a major eye roll from me. Darren Hetner wrote, got nothing to do with this. Um, Virginia State presidents stressed the importance of providing financial literacy and marketing-related education to athletes. This is what we should be concerned about, not adding restrictions on athletes like the Florida blueprint. 
this is this is a whole this is a, a major deal today on so i bring it up because there could be something along the lines from a federal government you cannot legally market to college kids federally right now the aga has changed their parameters which would mean there's no in, in this article it states that the aga can't do very much to michigan state or to caesars but there are states like massachusetts and other states that are writing their laws arizona that are using the AGA guidelines to craft this legislation against marketing to college kids. I would, I mean, the, the, the legislation was already done. I think, I don't know who's taking it from who in that regard, right? but we've heard it and we got to talk to him today briefly before the Casey show. Clark. Yep. Mm -hmm. Got to talk to Casey AGA um, from the AGA and just get it kind of directly. Mm -hmm. um, we had Casey on the show down in Arizona Super Bowl, yep. So it's not like they're not willing to talk about it, which is good. But it's so unclear. It's so it's all so unclear. And they're talking to college kids all over the place about a lot of things. Yeah, the call to action is what they want eliminated. They don't want oh, the call to action. That's what they want eliminated. They, they, they don't. Yeah, a they lot don't. of people talk about that call to action. <laughs> they don't want the call to action done. Okay, where call you, to action. Hey, if you're a student, use the promo code student and you get a $50 first bet is what they're trying to get rid of. <sighs> they want that to be illegal. It's not. AGA is putting it into their, and, and the AGA's opinion is what Casey told us that anybody who's not in compliance with this will have to explain to the lawmakers and the gaming commissions in those states, why are they not in compliance with the American Gaming Association's recommendations? And that's an uncomfortable conversation. I think some people need to get uncomfortable, period, about all this shit. Mm -hmm. To get it right, they got to get uncomfortable. Ain't nobody been uncomfortable too much. They're getting uncomfortable in Massachusetts. Yes. I, I Again, I give them credit. A lot of people like to say, oh, you know, they're doing this wrong. No, they're not. They know what's going to come. They're actually having the conversations and holding some people accountable before the shit happens. Mm -hmm. They're actually being the grownups in the room. Saying right. the quiet part out loud. All right. of the things we talk about on the show are happening in Massachusetts. And now, how do you unwind this? I mean, you really can't. You know, when I you mean, ask Casey, how many how many deals are there? There's five, right? Yeah, five universities. Yep, that have yeah. deals. Everybody just rip them up and give the money back or whatever. Then what do they do? I. I I don't know. There's no branding is fine. I mean, it was good though because what Casey said was some some clarity as to like. In Massachusetts, it's obviously the language is written a certain way, but like BetMGM's logo on the green monster when it comes to it on college campuses. Because I asked him, you know, when you when we go to the NIT games or we go to the WAC Conference Championship games, there's ads for sports books all over the place. And he said that branding is not a problem. They don't mind branding because you can't control who sees a branding message. It's the promo code advertisement that they want taken down. And and I asked why, and we got one answer. I mm -hmm. have my own theory Okay, a lot of times uh, in that situation. Who stands to gain the most from the promo code? Um, 
that's debatable, I guess. I mean, it's the book, obviously, first and, and foremost, but it also anyone who is involved with getting that information. Exactly. So like, yeah. So, you know, so you can, you'd have the information as to who would be interested in betting and you can go ahead and either give that to the university or you can give it to somebody else. You have their email, you have their email address, you have their account, you know what they, what they're doing. So. And who, who, who up to this point. Where it came from. And where it came from. Who up to this point is getting that information for the books when they sign up. Affiliate companies. Of course. I wouldn't want to be an affiliate company right now. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. Yeah. It's good luck. I mean, in Massachusetts, they had the ninth, it was the 12th hour to get it allowed to have affiliate marketing. Somebody got to buy. Yeah. I mean, for the whole time going up to launching of mobile, there was no legality to an affiliate company. Mm-hmm. And then at 1145, before the clock struck 12, they, Just were able, in time. they were able to get it on a temporary stay while yeah. they further investigate whether an affiliate company is allowed to be operating in the state of Massachusetts. I.e. further investigate. Meet me in a parking lot. <laughs> I got Bring the for you. big one this time. <laughs> oh, yeah. I say the quiet part out loud, sorry. I, I, I got something for you. So yeah. So there's oh, that. So yeah, you know, come, come see. All right. NL West preview. Yeah. Let's talk got about all the Dodger stuff I could find today. division. So you're all in on the Dodgers. Oh, I'm surprised that, that they're the team that a lot of people are dismissing for this San Diego. I love the Padres. I'm, I'm not dismissing it, too. but like, it's interesting when you take a look at what baseball America is projecting and what, I mean, they have the Dodgers and the Padres ranked at the same, same, same strength, same, Both, uh, a ranking of 70 going into the season. Yeah. And the Padres are at plus 120. Right. To win the division. You can shop around and find out of different books, obviously different books, different prices, but you get plus money on the Padres. You're laying juice on the Dodgers. Uh, there's other books that it's like the same price too. I'll give you this. Kershaw, Urias, Syndergaard, May, and Peguo, Peguo. I don't know how to say his last name. Okay. Yep. All right. That's the five starters for the Dodgers. Yeah. Now for the Padres, we have Darvish, Musgrove, Snell, Walker, and either Nick Martinez or Seth Lugo. Who do you like better? Well, About Dustin May, Dustin May is the is the is the deal breaker it's, for me. It's, it's, it's tiebreaker. Huh. Okay, if Dustin May comes back after Tommy John surgery and and, and Dusty May looks like Dusty May before Tommy John surgery, mm-hmm. I would agree. I'll take the Dodgers. Dustin, Dustin, don't call him Dusty. They don't the, the Dustin sometimes don't like the Dusties. Okay. Dustin May all the Dodger people will come after you. You got enough people coming after you. I don't, you don't need to give them yeah, catnip. They were, yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. All right. They'll show up late and leave early like everything else. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the shot at you, Dodger fans. Although that place is hard to get oh, in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, so hard. Yeah, it's so difficult. Uh, yeah. Chavez Ravine. But if you middle, get there early, it's middle of the bad. city. It's so hard to get to, right? It is. There's one lane in and one lane out. I was there a lot this past year. It's awful. It's, 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 it's so hard. in the ass. Yeah. It's so hard, but I have a good way in and out now. I know. There you go. I I don't know. I I if I was betting, I'd bet the Padres. You would mm-hmm. to win the division. If I was betting it, I think the Padres are absolutely live. They're in the. I like the plus money, and I like the energy because they want to catch the Dodgers. Right. I like being the guy chasing. I like being the team that's chasing the big boy. I'm a Red Sox fan, so I'm very comfortable oh in that position. God. Just look down at the chat. DGen 4TW, who's here a lot. He's here uh-huh. all the time in the chat. I am one of those Dustins that hate with a capital H-A-T-E. Oh, like Dustin. anti. Oh. Hate Dusty LMAO. Oh. It's a hideous nickname that I don't stand for. Come on now. Not a hideous nickname. There's plenty of others, you know. Do not besmirch our Dustins. I'm not just saying, just saying there's worse dick, there's worse. I call you dust. <laughs> okay. <laughs> call you D's nuts. Yeah, that's good, Addison. I agree. D's nuts. That's what we'll call you. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. There are worse nicknames than being called Dusty. Dusty's nuts. Oh, no. So, what are we doing? Don't do this. Please. <laughs> I'm just saying, FYI. Okay, people, don't but do this. If Dustin May comes back yeah. and looks good. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. I'll give that to you. Okay. Because him as a fifth starter is stupid. <laughs> like if that guy, he could be an all-star as your fifth starting pitcher. Okay. So I'll give you that. That if, if that's where he comes in and that's what he, if he looks like that, yes, the Dodgers very well should win it. I don't know what to make of Syndergaard, to be frank. Gonsolin was really good. Kershaw is really old <laughs> and it's, I don't know when he's going to be around. Yeah, but have you seen Kershaw's in the spring? Like, he is really pitching unbelievable right now. Do you put much stock in guys' performances in the spring? No, but, like, if, they're, if they've are if they been guarded with him and he's healthy, why can't he he's start? Always great. Five he's always great in April and May. Always. He has been good in April and May. I mean, he's Cy Young. We always get to June and we're like, oh, my gosh, Kershaw, Cy Young, Bob. He's hurt or he gets hit or what? I mean, he just runs out of gas. That's just what he is. And he's not young. It's getting up there in age. So for the, I mean, okay. Dodgers could have a lead coming into June 1st. I wouldn't be stunned at all by that. But once we get to the summer, we get to August and September. Where is that pitching staff for the Dodgers? And frankly, where's the, where's the offense going to be for the Dodgers? There's a lot of guys who have left that team. This is true. It's a different lineup Padres, than we've seen. Uh, Nola catcher, Cronworth's first base. I mean, J.D. Martinez was in second. He, he, Martinez, at the end of his tenure with the Red Sox, was an easy out. He was not good. Now, maybe he goes to L.A. and resurrects everything. He's back with his hitting coach. It's why he went there. But, I mean, Freddie Freeman, okay. Will Smith, yes. J.D. Martinez, phenomenal. Max Muncy, great. Chris Taylor, but Trace Thompson, Vargas Rojas. I mean, you got a bunch of question marks. You got this James Ottman kid who is waiting in the wings. Yeah. The triple the triple A hitter yes. that's supposed to come up and help them with the outfield pop. Yes. Okay. But those, those are big question marks. That, that, that's not like a lineup where you're like, holy shit, look out. I like I mean, the I like the Padres lineup. The more Padres than like the lineup, they have four bangers, obviously. And yeah. the rest are kind of 
I mean, are you worried about Chrome worth at first base? I mean, no. Okay. But Matt Carpenter is a DH. I like Matt Carpenter as a DH. I like that pickup. I mean, the top is four Nelson, guys are Tatis, Soto, Machado. on a Padres? Yeah, and, and you've got Nelson Tatis, Cruz. Soto, Machado, Bogarts. You're one, two, three, four. That's pretty good. Good luck. <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? Glad I got all the Padres stuff. I really good luck. I got okay. Austin Nola now being the catcher for this team. Trent Grisham playing center with some speed. Uh, our man, our man Don Arcillo is going to be doing a Padre oh, games with a we, good team. We got to like get how much Donnie fun is that going to be? I'm trying. I'm trying. This is. I've got certain bucket list guys we're bringing on the BVB for baseball. Arcillo is one of them. Oh, we got to. We got to get Arcillo oh on. He's just so fun. I've interviewed him a, a tons of times. I've talked to him. I just got to figure out how do I get at him with right. the Padres. But he's just right. such a unbelievable talent. He's so good. Red Sox fans are like, I love Dave O'Brien. I'm, I'm, I don't mean to say anything. I always feel like I talk, it's like talking about the ex-girlfriend when you're married. But like I, I re, Don Rosillo is just phenomenal. Dave O'Brien is a, is a really good guy. I like Dave O'Brien a lot. I like okay. him as a broadcaster. Is he He's the, the voice? Is he the ex or is he the girlfriend? Which one are you? Arcillo's the ex. Oh, Arcillo's the ex. So they let him go to replace him with Dave, with Dave O'Brien. I like Dave O'Brien a lot. Orsillo is him and Jerry Remy, RIP to Jerry. But those, in terms of like, if you ask people in New England, like who are your favorite broadcasting teams? There were a couple of really good Bruins teams back in the 80s that called games together. But Orsillo and Remy were every night, must see TV. Put it in the chat, boys and girls. We got a bunch of people in here. Who wins mm. this division, Dodgers or Padres? Mikey, awesome. I know what you're putting, but stay true right. to yourself. P. Rott, while the people are doing this, mm-hmm. they're putting SD or LA. That's all you mm-hmm. need to put. You don't need to put pods, LAD, or Dodger Blue, or whatever. What? Just put uh, LA LED. or no, SD. LAD. No, it's two. It's two keystrokes. We keep With things. LAA, LAD, LA or SD. All right. And the first That's guy fine. that comes in, Jeremy Smith, cannot follow instructions and types Padres. <laughs> Jeremy, SD. Very simple. There we go. Jay Park said the Diamondbacks. That was my next question to you. Is there any other team? No. That you would even consider having an no. unbelievable year and competing for this division? No, I normally would say the Giants, but I can't because the Giants very well might finish behind the D-backs. Damn, son. There ain't no LADs. Oh, there is JC from KC. LAD. There's some. Oh, John Moroski, LA. Thank you for following instructions. I mean, original OG brigade members, JC from KC and Jordan Goroff, who mm-hmm. looks good in the Dodger model, actually mm-hmm. on the hat, which I have brought over here too. The Dodger model, the BVB, it matches everything with the blue. Dodger blue. Um he put LAD. That's it, though. Like, there's one Arizona. Jay Park, I think you're crazy. How's Arizona going to win this division? They're not, right, p They can't. They can't. I mean, they could make the wild card. That's not impossible, but... That would be something else if they could. Man. I, I think Diamondbacks have some young talent that could make some noise. That could make some people go, oh, okay. They're not going to be an automatic, easy, you know... Uh, Evan Longoria being kind of the elder statesman in the clubhouse, but no, I don't consider, I don't think they're going to be 
contending for the division, but maybe for a wild card spot for that. So even Mac capital M capital K put in LA. Did you know he doesn't like to be called Steve? Like, is that a bad thing to call Steven Steve? No, but I I get it. I I understand why. Rockies. Okay. Hold on. Who said Rockies? Let's tap the brakes before we get too out of of crazy there. I think you might have to think about taking the Rockies for the most losses in the league. So let's go to the wins. All right. Let's go to the wins. Let's go back to the Dodgers. Let's let's, let's run it back. Dodgers over under 96 and a half wins for the Dodgers. I mean, I've been watching people really, really smart rhombuses and parallelograms bet this thing under every year. Yep. And they lose pretty much every single year because it's a math game. It's a number. It's this, it's that. They can't. I think this is a huge deal for the Dodgers not to play the bottom of their division for 10 games. It's a big deal. It's a big deal to me that that, that they're only playing the Diamondbacks, the, the Rockies, and the Giants, they're only playing them 13 times, not 19 times. Yeah. So it's it's 18 games off the schedule. That they're playing other teams. Right. They own their division. They beat the living snot out of the division. So I think under 96 and a half, I'm under. <sighs> I would under. lean over. Okay. I mean, only Next. because I've just sat here and said under – for years, watching people do it, and then being in the book and going, you know, in late August, they're dead. You know, they're going to, they're on pace to win 107 games. So they stay healthy. They can do it. They can do it for sure. I just, yeah. I would say under, I'm not betting it. I'd say under. Right. I might bet this Padres, 93 and a half wins over under. Oh, this is crazy how many people like this over. Yeah, this can't lose. Me too. This cannot lose over. <laughs> it can. can't lose. It can if they get hurt. So Datis is going to start, and we'll get to the AAA team he's going to go to here in a second. He'll start in El Paso at AAA. Yes. Yes. He's going to do. He's got a twenty game suspension for the PEDs. He has to serve out to start the year. He's eligible yes. to play on on April twentieth. He'll be back with the big league club, and then you'll see the full potency of this lineup. Right. They're going to score a ton of runs. Uh, the slight Tatis is going to run. Over. He's going to, I can't wait to watch they him come until the end of April, April 20th to the Padres, April 20th. Yep. You know, he's playing the outfield. Obviously Xander's playing shortstop. Mm-hmm. So you don't even have to play the infield it's where he should be. He's too big, too big. What the hell does that mean? He's lanky. He's long. It's hard to get down. Not a natural infielder. Have you seen? O'Neill Cruz for the yeah. Pirates. He's six huh? foot seven. Yeah, he'll be playing first base or the outfield soon. Like he's not, no, he will not. He's, he's not an unbelievable long. athlete with an yeah. arm to throw the ball through yeah. a wall. He's just not. If he wants to play twenty years in the big leagues, he's not going to play the hot corner or shortstop. What do you mean? Worked for Cal Ripken. Worked for Cal Ripken. We're going to go back to somebody who made his bones in the eighties. Today's players are not the Played same. Shortstop at six foot three or six foot four. Yeah, and we won't see another Jeter. We won't see another Nomar. These guys are not playing six foot three, six foot four at shortstops much anymore. That was a, a, a golden era. Now they're playing. They're putting game put out in the outfield because it's about their offense, not their defense. Because all baseball cares about is offense. 
Not this year. Well, we're going to go back. I mean, we're going to put a premium on we're it this gonna, year, but the no, lack- they're going to fix the defense. They're not allowed to move and shift. They fixed the defense already right. by the shifts and all the other stuff. Now they said, okay, you guys, you beat us. You fixed it, right? You, 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 you guys mm-hmm. know everywhere we're going to hit. We're going to pitch you here. Now you can't move. It's just like in Bronxdale when they locked them in the door after they started talking. And they said, now you can't leave. <laughs> now you can't shift. Now you can't only throw over the first twice. Now that's what are you going to do? Biggest, that's the biggest change to me. The shift going away, you can still get creative. I told you what the Red Sox were doing during spring training. Okay, You can still shift. Wait till wait till they start wait till they start cutting the infield grass a little bit differently. They can a little, sh- little bit less dirt. They're gonna shave some. I mean, it's some- if you don't give a flip about left field, you put the left fielder in right field. You can still shift. You just have nobody in left field. You have inside the park uh-huh. home run potential all over the place. But you can still shift. You just have to have four infielders with their feet on the dirt and have two on either side of, of second base. That's what the rule states. So if you, if you want to say, hey, let's go over there. Like in forget about right field or forget about left field. You can still shift at Fenway park. They might do it because they might say, Hey, our center fielder can cover the ground to go get the ball off the green monster. If we have to, excuse me, if we have to put the left fielder in Rover position and it may happen at Fenway. So it's going to be the, the shift is not entirely gone, but I think the two throws over to first base and the larger bases Ain't nobody going to throw over the second time. You can't give away that card. That might as well be playing poker with turning both your cards up and not the other guys. They're going to throw over once, and then they're going to step off. And then they're going to throw – they're not going to throw over again because once you throw over the second time, that guy can get 15 feet off. (laughs) And go. Yeah, now, he's going to get a running start to second. Yes. The catcher's going to be like, oh, fuck it. But, I mean, they'll do snap throws to first base. The catcher can keep them on. Right. But the pitch has got to be thrown. Right. <laughs> so that's the right. problem. That's, that's, yeah. <laughs> the pitch has got to be delivered. Right. So All right, so uh, we got sidetracked. Padres, I, 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 I guess over. I could buy in and say over. You like over, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Giants, over 81 and a half wins. Uh-uh. Under, right? I mean, sometimes it's this, like, I don't want to overthink it, but it's over, over, under, under, maybe for me. Like the, so, uh, what's all right. The, so D backs 75 and a half is an under bet for you? Is that, I mean, that's asking a lot, I think, of them to go 500, but a lot of people keep telling me they're going to be better than I think. I heard the same shit for years on different teams, and I go, why? I don't know why. They're really young. This feels like the Marlins of last year for me. It's the same number I bet over with the Marlins and they had a Cy Young award winner and they still didn't go over because their young kids weren't ready yet. Don't think Arizona's kids are ready yet. Uh, We'll see. I don't know. And then the worst team in the division, the Rockies at 65 and a half. Very important question here from Mike Shepard. In the chat, he said, Dave, how do you not know by now you're speaking to a man who has all the answers? No, that's true. You have all the answers? Oh, I mean, it's it's in my training as being a 22-year sports talk show host. The answer to that question would be yes. In reality, no. But what am I, what am I supposed to represent? I'm supposed to represent it as yes. Because that opinion that you just stated, by the way, my program director would say he fucking got you. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's him. 
That's the guy that's, right there. That's where yeah. my boss would say, you took the bait. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he gave you and you took it. So just FYI on that. But um, so I'm on, I'd say under Rocky 65 and a half. They're losing a hundred games. Easy. Well, nothing is easy. Stop no. saying it's easy. They'll lose lose a hundred for them will be easy. Man. That team is awful. That trade, everything, the Arenado trade, everything they, I mean, it's insane how little they got back for that dude. It really is insane. You, you look at that trade in hindsight, you're like, you gave up that for that? What the fuck was that? Like, how badly did you, you did you go into that trying to lose that trade? Yeah. They got they, nothing back for Arenado. Nothing. They just wanted to get rid of him. The right. salary. Yeah. And the Cardinals were like, thank you. <laughs> because look what he's doing for them. It's bad. I mean, the, their lineup, you, you look at their lineup, you're like, wait, who, what, how, wait a minute. This, I feel, this is, I, feel oh. I feel like the guys. So I, I did glance it over and I was like, I thought of the guy for major league that said, who are these fucking guys? Yeah. Chris Bryant saying that right now, Chris Bryant's like, yo, like what is agent? Why am I here? What am I doing? Why did I come here? All the above. I mean, baseball America has the Padres and the Dodgers even with, with a grade of 70 heading into the season. The Rockies, 30 is their grade heading into the season. 30. <laughs> is that the yeah. lowest so, of all teams? Yes. Of uh, In the division, yes. I mean, no, the I just, Giants I mean, have a 40. That might be the lowest in all of the National League. Easy. Yeah, 30 is pretty bad from Baseball America. I mean, they just don't have I – mean, that's, I mean, that's in the running for the lowest in all of baseball. I mean – I mean, it's the, them, Nationals, and A's, right? Zenzatella and Freeland are Yurfi dreams. <laughs> These are just – Oh, just, Remember Kyle – Hey, Yurfie, you, you OGs would know this. We used to do Kyle Freeland Day. Oh, when it was Kyle Friedland Day, it was SoCal, SoCal yeah. Degen for uh-huh. putting that. That's in a the chat in the Kyle Discord, Friedland which Day. is bvbshow.com. There if you, you guys are interested in joining the chat Discord, we get got- ready. It's coming. Kyle Friedland Day next week will happen and it will be part of the betting fun mm. of when that guy's on the bump. Your fee, first five over, game over. <laughs> like it's team total, other team over. I just wanted to shout out to everybody, including SoCal Degen. Mm. They love the Freeland Day. Jay Dalbetz just oh, yeah. came in and said, I want to tell you guys all thanks, too, for the CLV can. Um, Rosenberg reached out to me and said, please tell these crazy people that watch your show to leave me alone. <laughs> I said, listen, I, I'm just, I, I, I don't have do nothing that. to do with that. Don't do that. He said, he said, what's this discord that you speak of? He's I said, yep. I sent him the link. He's in it. Yep. He watches the show. He's been subscribed. If you guys are watching the show for the first time today, just hit the subscribe button. Please. That's all we're asking right now. So take care. Um, so in, in yeah. uh, conclusion, we got a couple of things here quickly. Well, the first is anybody in El Paso. Do we have a, have a brigade member in El Paso? I don't know. Cause this is Tatis, a very good question. So I have two chihuahuas. Okay. They're really they never they, stop fucking barking. They, don't, they suck. They're going to be gone at some point soon, but they're not mine. What? I'm babysitting them. It's their Max wife's. She won't take them. So it's like once, once she finally can take two what dogs. What does the daughter gone. say about this? She's fine with it. 
She's fine with getting rid of the dogs at the house. The, not getting rid of it. It's going to her house, going to the mom's house. So it's, it's, it's my ex wife's house. So it's fine. We're going to get to what I've told Madeline is that when that happens, she wants a big dog. And I've said we were going to get oh, a big dog. I mean, don't you got enough going on with the cat? No, it was else? supposed to be today. It was supposed to be like now because oh. I have time now to train a puppy. So it's supposed to have been May 1st. It's not going to be May 1st now. So just the story of my life. But that's the, the that's the tra- that's the trade-off it was supposed to be you know two dogs gone one big dog replaces the, the two with a puppy but you know i want like a real i want madeline to grow up with a big dog like i grew up with a big dog and like my sister grew up with a big dog it's just a very cool thing when you get 10 13 years out of a big animal a big pup a, big, a dog you grew up with as she's eight so you know 10 years she's 18 19 so that's my that's my goal so but this Chihuahua team has one of the best hats that I've seen in a while. This is amazing. This is the El Paso Margaritas, the Chihuahua unveiling new flavor to of Coppa identity, which I don't know what that is. Look at this thing. But added a red to signify strawberry margaritas to the minor league baseball's Coppa identity, a launch oh. of a new strawberry logo that they've got for the Chihuahuas. It's a I, strawberry with an umbrella, <laughs> and a walking like, strawberry. It's like what? It's I, I don't. I just I want the whole thing. We I want the whole thing. I'm El pa- such a more for the merch. This uh, the shirt. The El Paso Margaritas is an unbelievable name. It is an unbelievable name. This is this is how crazy I am. I'm thinking of a way to sell a trip to El Paso, Texas, for a weekend with the crew, <laughs> and it's just to get the hat and the jersey. Oh my god. You ever been to El Paso? I drove through real It's not quick. safe. It's not, it's not, El Paso is not a fun, I, I slept there. It's not a fun place to sleep, man. It's, uh-uh. No? When I was moving here from Houston, yes, that's where we stopped and stayed over in El Paso. Yeah, we drove through real fast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Smart. When you're in El Paso, you're like, oh, so that's why Breaking Bad was shot in New Mexico. Okay. You mm. figure these things out pretty quick, but that hat is unbelievable. They play here in May against the Las Vegas Aviators. So this is the AAA team of Tatis the Padres. Tatis won't be on there by then. Tatis will not be on there. He'll be gone. He'll be back up in the big leagues. But April twentieth, April nineteenth will be his last game with those guys with the Apollo right. team. But one, the Chihuahua logo, their their main logo is awesome. It's a Chihuahua. It's pretty good. It's a real good logo. It but is this. <laughs> You know, Paso is, margaritas. I saw oh. this. I was like, oh my God, Dave's gonna love this. I was like, yeah. I gotta sh- I gotta show this hat to Dave. <laughs> he mm. will be all in on a oh, D Weezy got you. D Weezy came in and said, So the strawberry has an umbrella before Matt does. <laughs> Still want you with this umbrella hat. I don't know what to tell you. We're I gonna get Auntie, it. Auntie didn't buy it. I told Auntie, Auntie when I saw him it. at Virgin, I said, Hey man, buy me the hat and I'll wear it. Oh, He's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll have this have it sent to you. you an umbrella hat. There we go. You want you want it. You got or or send me the link. I said send me the link. Where, what when you want me to wear? I'll buy it. Right, right. Haven't I, no links. Nothing being sent. It's a hell of a hat right there. I like it, it a lot. Chihuahuas unveil a new strawberry hat. Yes. Okay, two quick opening day offshore trends, and I'm sure you, this may find their way onto an onshore book at some point. But I think mm. it's an interesting thought, just because it gets us to the new rules. Mm-hmm. How many batter box violations will there be on opening day? The over under is four and a half. 15 games. 15 games. How many batter's box violations do you expect 
where a ball gets called for a guy stepping out? Um, it's a lot of at bats. Four and a half seems low. Does it not? I mean, this is literally flying blind from a book perspective. You have no idea what's going to happen. Right. You're trying to, you're trying to take some of the trends from the spring training games and equate them to a regular season game, which is not easy to do. I would think it's higher than four and a half. I would agree because they're going to call everything early. I think they're going to be aggressive early trying to stop it and then hopefully taper it down later on. So I would say over four and a half on opening. I mean, we day. did this without looking at the number. We talked it through on a call mm-hmm. and I just went immediately half like with the pitching and I thought the hitting would be even a little bit higher than that. So I thought pitching was closer to nine, you know, eight and a half. Mm-hmm. And I said seven for the, for the uh, pitcher violations. So, so this is four and a half. And then the pitch clock violations on opening day, that number is set at eight and a half, which is half, yeah. basically a little higher than half. The a little game. higher than half. Mm-hmm. So the thought process was right. It probably called it could be two in a game. Though. It could be two in one game. It could be three in one game. Yeah. It's not like, it's not like one happens and it never can happen again in the same game. Right. I want to know, are they going to violate a closer? That's what I, that's what I want to know. Is a closer going to be coming in in a two-one baseball game with a runner on second in one out, and it's a you know one-two count? You're grinding. Are they going to go ahead and say, "Oh, sorry, that's a ball"? Maybe. Cool. I mean, like you saw it in a in a spring training game. The guy decided a game on a pitch clock violation. Yep. You saw a guy throw out JT Realmuto yesterday for putting his glove without looking. Asking for the ball. The guy had just thrown the ball back to the pitcher two pitches before. He's been throwing the ball back. So he put the glove there. It didn't come, and he put the glove down. When the guy threw the, the ball to where the glove was, he threw him out of the game. Disrespect. And did you not tell me that was his first ejection of his life? Of his life. He walked up to the guy and said, I think it's Steve. He goes, hey, Steve, it's the first time I've ever been thrown out. Congratulations. Yeah. like <laughs> First so- time. So now we're going to bet on umpires mm. making decisions. Mm. I mean, come on. Like, this got to be, I think it's overs. But who knows what they're telling them. Call it once at the beginning of the game. Don't call it again so they don't know. Or so they you know, know that you could call it. But we don't want too many of these. It's going to happen in a crucial moment. It's going to be nuts. It really is going to be nuts. Holy crap. Someone named Zach O'Shea is coming to Vegas tomorrow. Ooh. Hi, Zach. Welcome in. Weather's going to be nicer than normal. It's getting nicer. Although today is a little chilly. All right. Time for this. uh, The other side of the B's and C's parlay or the season B's parlay that failed. Bruins lost at home to the Predators. And after the game, talked about how emotional the game was. (sighs) Pretty wild. Just to see what went on, and because Ryan McDonough, the defenseman, said, I can't play. He's got three kids, young age, young, young children, got on a plane, went home, said, I'm not playing tonight. I'm not uh, in the wake of the school shooting that happened in Nashville that left six people dead, three kids. Just said, I ain't playing. And then, then, then they went out there and they won it for their home city. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that's uh, – oh, I don't know. I'm going to save it for the best thing about today. 
about all that stuff as far okay. as uh, how they felt and all those other things. I saw the line before the game. I saw the result, and I was like, wow, okay. Uh, I know this took down a lot of our own season beast parlay, <laughs> right? Line. Yep. Yeah, when we talked about Although it. Although the Celtics did it too, so I didn't feel as badly about it because they both lost. So That's what I was going to ask you. Did it soften the blow because the Celtics lost? Had this sure. been the only loss of the B's and C's and add the Warriors parlay? I didn't know about this. I didn't know about the Predators playing for Nashville until after the game was over. Oh. And then I went, oh, okay. That was a much different. Like the Bruins are just playing hockey at the moment. Yeah. They're just trying to get to the end of the yeah. season. Predators came in playing for something bigger than was that themselves. The second loss at home all season. Or the third in, reg- loss. in regulation, it was a second loss in regulation all season. That's yeah, unbelievable. Still, right. that's that is crazy. But given what just happened, oh, he's frozen. Look at that face. Oh, he snapped frozen right there. Oh, snap the fingers. There we go. Okay. So just because of the fact that the, you know, there's a different, um, playing for something bigger than themselves, right? Was was pretty cool. Yeah. To see the Preds, to see the Preds do that, and the Bruins yes. are. I mean, they're fifty-seven, twelve, and five now. Seven-game win streak gets. They're gonna get this record or what? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I don't want them to get it. Why? Because I I don't want them to get it. I mean, they're, they're playing. Gonna Col- win the President's Trophy doesn't matter. Yeah, right. So. Th- so get the record. I mean, don't yeah. try to get it, but if they get it by happenstance, that's a good thing. Columbus at Pittsburgh at St. Louis, Toronto, New Jersey at home at Went Philly. Fast. Start over. Columbus home. Okay. Pittsburgh road. Saturday. I can't wait. We got a fucking full day Saturday <laughs> of two two big basketball games later, but Boston Pittsburgh head to head at our house. That's a loss. But go ahead. St. Louis road. Back to back at Pittsburgh at St. Louis. Probably win the Pittsburgh or the St. Louis game. They're going to win the Pittsburgh game, too. No, they're not. Yes, they are. Uh, Toronto. The worst thing that happened to you is that the Bruins lost yesterday. Toronto at home. Penguins lost to the Red Wings 7-4. Everything's yeah. coming unraveled. Not good. Toronto at home. That's going to be a good game. Toronto's Great game. Mm-hmm. come in there with a purpose and win yep. that game. Probably Maybe. New Jersey at home. Oh, the Bruins are not going to let the Devils come into Boston and win a game. In Probably the not for the playoffs. Hell no. Devils, um, let's see. Devils have won zero games so far. They're 0-2 against the Bruins this season. <laughs> Damn. And then at Philly, home for Washington at Montreal. All three should be wins. Win-win-win should be, but they might be already comfortably just but sitting. Could, here's, the, here's the dream scenario is that they break the record against the Canadians on the road at the Bell Center. <laughs> more catnip for the oh, Boston people. That's be, that's beautiful. Watch all be so mad. If that's how that happens, they right? set the all-time record for points and wins against Montreal in the Bell Center. Oh my goodness gracious. How about that? With Montreal season being kaput and then missing the playoffs. Penn's got dog walked by Hockey Town. They did J JPC fourth. Well, it was three nothing, and then it was three three. So I'm not, I don't think they got dog walked. Red Wings blew a three goal lead. It's a pretty quality so, expression used in the gambling parlance, is it not? Dog walk. Yeah. yeah. 
I like it. It's a a good line a lot. Uh, Okay. So Florida is three point, three points out of a playoff spot. If the playoffs Mm -hmm. began today, Mm -hmm. they play at Toronto tonight as plus plus one twenty five dogs. Toronto is currently comfortably in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Like the dog tonight. No, really? I do. I'm not a fan of Florida. Wow. That's a light number. I think you're on the right side as far as the way the number's moving. It's minus I mean, 140 everywhere. I know Toronto's got 25 yeah. wins at home, 27 and 5, 15, 19, and 3 for Florida on the road, but damn. 5-4-6-2, yeah. the first two games these two teams have played so far. Both wins by Toronto. Final score 5-4, final score 6-2. First two games, yeah. Okay. I Both thought you were calling out like that phone number song, 8675309. You just started <laughs> yelling numbers. I said he's calling out for a title shot right now. This is code for something. <laughs> 5462. I was going to go 9875. I thought they were giving me a phone number. Um 8675309. I just said that. You're I not know. even listening. Let's say I'm. Do you remember the song? 8674309. Yeah. 8675309. Uh, hey, in relation to the conversation we had earlier about the university system, yes. Points Bet and the University of Colorado have officially ended their partnership, which, was the, which was the first between a Division I school and a sports book. The decision per source was made separately of the American Gaming Association's new rules okay. prohibiting its members from dealing with some colleges. Made separately? They're saying that, but I mean, why say it? I don't know, because don't give the AGA that much power. Damn. That Casey, he, he went to work. <laughs> that was the first deal. So now we're down to four. And now I Michigan State would my gut. I tells told me you today while we were on the phone. I said, Casey, they're all going to pull the deals, right? Caesar, He's like, Caesar, well, yeah. I wouldn't say um, that anybody would want to be in those positions. I don't know if he sounded be nice, like that. Be nice to Casey. No, I like Casey. I was just like, he got really official on me on that. And I was like, you're all going to pull the deals. Yes. Because he, 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 he'll he say, don't quote me on this, but, you know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So. Of course. Yeah. No, I'm not quoting him directly. No. I'm just saying that's what's going to happen. And it's happened. It happened within two hours of our conversation. The first right. deal gets pulled. So Done. there's the cut in the first of the deals. Next now the year. next would be LSU. If you're going in order of length of time, the first was Colorado. It was U, U of Colorado. Then it was LSU. LSU. Then, it was, then it was Michigan State. LSU doesn't even make it to the end of the week. <laughs> How about the end of the show? Makes <laughs> 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 the end of the show before they get pulled, before that oh, deal is done. Somebody's so. down there, yeah. Going, wait a second. We got to figure Uh-oh. out how to get the football team good again. Hold Oof. on. NIL deals. Yeah. I like Florida. You like Toronto. The yep. Islanders, uh, we, I got to ask the BBB request from somebody in the Discord channel who wants to know why the Islanders are only minus 120 tonight against Washington. Ask Dave, why is this number so light? What should it be? It's Islanders favored on the road. I mean, it can only be slightly a favorite. You can't make them, what, minus 130? Because Washington is, I mean, Islanders are playing for something. Washington's playing a string not. out, right? Yeah, that's what the question yeah. Uh, I mean, sometimes we don't see things. We don't know what we don't see, right? I mean, this feels like. <laughs> uh, Islanders are are three points ahead of the Pittsburgh Penguins for the wild card spot. They are six ahead of Florida. Washington has Islanders are making points. the playoffs. Yes. 
I think they're making the playoffs. Six, three, and one over their last 10 games. Washington is three, five, and two over their last 10. Oh, man. That's a hard game. I I, I don't know. Yeah, I stayed away from it. Uh, I agree. I agree. It's a hard game to bet. Yeah. And then finally, game of the night Wild at Avs. Colorado, a pretty heavy favorite tonight against the Wild, who is in first place in the Western Conference tomorrow morning. This game is for first place. Under. I think we get an under game. Agreed. I've already bet that. Yeah. Side, I don't know. That seems a little bit pricey for a game like if this magnitude. Wild live? They are, but it's it's a tough. I mean, I agree, but it's a tough. This is a, this is a in game bet to me. Somebody's screaming in my house. Oh, Donna, did you hear that? No, I don't know what that was. Oh, my God, it's Gustafson against Georgiev. Mm. So start starting or better goaltenders. I you know, get technically Mark Andre Fleury is the one goaltender, but I don't. I think Gustafson is for the Wild. Both these teams, if you're looking for extra action, both these teams are on four game streaks to the no goal in the first 10 minutes. Uh, uh, so okay. gift no for this game. If you're looking for a plus money bet, because it was plus 125 last night on the gift to a no, and you could go under one and a half goals as well, which is plus 105. But Otto and I were talking in our Discord thread or our, or our Twitter thread. Uh-huh. Uh, he 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 prefers the gift over the first period under mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just because of what Colorado, I mean, they've been explosive. I think the avalanche win the game four one. Oh yeah. I like under. Yeah. So do I, but I think the abs win the game. They're nice. at home. They're healthy. Kale McCarr's back. They're scoring a lot. I like the under better to book it time. Go. Bam, 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 bam. Over seven, Toronto and Florida. Oh, ha, this is a tough one. No, it's not. You're giving me, it's not that tough. It's just, I mean, it, it feels by obvious the, over. By the, num- by the numbers, it's not that tough. It's an obvious over. Seven, two, and one to the over over the last 10 games for Toronto. Florida is seven, two, and one over their last 10 games on the road and seven, two, and one over the last 10 overall. Bobrovsky's given up a ton of goals. Florida games, Florida games have been wonky in what and how they're scoring. Huh. I thought this might have been seven and a half by the time we I got to it, but it hasn't gone there. This is not the TNT game. The other two are. Oh, I was going to say this would be a fun game to watch. Yeah, I was I mean, going to say that. You can I watch just it on ESPN this Plus. Was first, and then the, the Minnesota no, you, Colorado. You can watch it on. You can watch it on ESPN Plus. You just can't watch it. It's going on simultaneously, same time as the first game on TNT, which is the Islanders game. Hmm. Over under better to book it over seven. Bet it. Okay. Under all seven, but I, I, yeah, I, it's, I it's got it. good, yeah, four, three final, good push potential. I agree. Yep. Very good push potential. Uh, under six goals, abs wild minus 120. Uh, da, 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 da. <sighs> we haven't, but you just I, said you like the under. 
No, I'm thinking about a B squared. Oh, wow. We hit, hit it last Friday. I know. I Over don't want to for Xavier, greedy, Texas, but like two in one week. Should we do it? No, it's Friday. This is a different week, Dave. It's, it's Wednesday. B squared was Friday. Are we, are we going to start with the weekend bullshit and with the days? This is a new week, but it's five days from when we did it last time. This is a new week. That was last week. This is, this I know. Week. I, we don't, we don't want to start making, I don't want to make the B squared like an obligation play no, every week or any of that stuff. All right. I'll just bet it. I, yeah, okay. I, I really like it, though. If you know what I'm saying? I okay. really like this one. It's a hot, this is a playoff game. This is a playoff game, son. Yeah, so, I agree. This will be fun. T-Wolves plus six to the Suns tonight. Final bet. I like what you're doing here. You put me in the corner. <laughs> dog, dog, under, dog. Oh, man. Over, first bet. Yeah, I know, but that's fine. Um, my goodness. I say I can't bet them all today. I'm gonna book this one. Okay. You like this one. I have not bet this yet. I don't know. Yeah, I'm a little biased that. with the Suns, but I'm I not do sure. Like I'm not sure. I need to see everybody in, need to see where the line goes. It's going I down. Thought, I thought it was gonna go longer. Long. I'm annoyed. Why? <laughs> because I want I wanted seven or eight. Oh. <laughs> I wanted to go up. I wanted not down. I was annoyed. Jeez, Alfonso is calling. I got to tell Alfonso we're doing a show. <laughs> Sports Grid, thank you so much. We're back tomorrow on a Thursday for you guys who are on YouTube and Twitter. Time for bonus BVB. Don't move. More to come with BVB. All right, time for bonus BVB time. We only get the favorite thing about today. That's our last thing and the only part of bonus BVB. Um, I mean, we talk about a lot of stuff on the show, yeah. and it's not just a gambling show. And the bonus time from BVB is awesome because you guys hang with us. You stay with us. Um, sometimes it's positive. Sometimes it's negative. Sometimes it's yeah. this. What are you laughing at? PSU Otter just said the guy cooking my dinner right now is wearing a Hartford Whaler hat. <laughs> He's in still in Baltimore. I don't know. He just let me, he just said on our, on our discord thread thing. He just said the guy cooking my dinner right now is wearing a Hartford Wheeler. That's fantastic. <laughs> Sorry, if it's a blue ahead. one, tell him, ask him where he got it. Cause I oh. want it. I'm not, I can't do the green and the green. I got the green Jersey. I need the blue hat that on a Winsky hat on there. Fair. You know, you got to coordinate sometimes too much of one color, especially green, a little bit much. The blue. You wear full jumpsuits of orange. I mean, a little bit. Much. I love that thing. I do. <laughs> a bit much. You look I do. Like, look like uh, sometimes I am extra. It's you're fine. a traffic cone. Yeah. My God, what do you yeah. mean it's too much? In that thing, without too much a doubt, green. I look too yes. much orange. <laughs> that what? That is too much orange. I, I, but I can't offset it with anything. I've tried to offset it with black pants, White. and it's like it. I literally look like a pumpkin. <laughs> it was it was terrible? I was like, you know, the kids go, "Daddy, what is it? Halloween?" I go, "Yep, I'm not taking that. I'm not leaving the house like that." Um, but no. So seriously. Um, the, the, the best thing about today is that I woke up one and I hugged my kids too. <laughs> and, you know, we keep things pretty light here and we don't get political and we don't get all this other stuff. But the best thing about today was that I say good morning to each and every one of them. And, you know, we got, I got a text from auto about a situation back East outside mm. of Pittsburgh and there's a lot of shit going on. And we had a just a just terrible, terrible thing happen again in Nashville. 
and we're talking about it in the context of a hockey game. And I got a nine-year-old, you got an eight-year-old. I can't imagine what any of those people are going through and going to go through ever. And shook me to the core, shook me to the core and still trying to just continue forward, always forward, never straight, but no, we got to fucking do something. Like we got to fucking do something as grownups. We're the grownups in the room. And I literally said this morning when I saw each one of them, and then later as they left and kind of, you know, gave me the, as they did their thing, I'm just happy to see them, happy to hug them, happy to hold them, happy to give them a kiss that they didn't want. And I can't wait for them to come home. So best thing about today, again, waking up, Hug your loved ones, people, you guys, girls that are in here. We appreciate you being here. Don't get no better than that, man. That's the best thing about today for me. It gets me because of the, we send our kids, I drop my kid off all the time. I'm getting emotional. Sorry. Yeah. We, we, we drop our kids off and those parents did the same thing. <sighs> and we, we just assume our kids are going to come back home and then they don't. And what, what is next? What's like, how in the world do you continue? And I think about it every time I drop my kid off, I, I drop her every off and, I, and I'm like, that just is a, is a reminder, but it's so fucked up because I'm a college professor and I go in there and I think about that all the time because one elementary schools now are targets, which is completely fucked up that's a target now in this country. But secondly, I'm on college campuses and it happened in Michigan state just a couple of months ago. And I'm on a college campus all the time. And I'm just like you, the world we live in right now in America is unlike anywhere else. We, we are blessed to be Americans. We are blessed to live here, but we exist in a fucked up environment that we accept to be reality. And we really have to figure out, and I'm not the one to fix it but we shouldn't be worrying about sending our kids to school and hoping they're coming home. No, <laughs> just bottom line. I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. We all can agree on that, that we should not be concerned about school. And if we can't protect our kids at school, what the hell are we doing? <laughs> like, it's just that simple. And we all have to figure this out at some point in the very near future because parents around the country are all looking at each other going, what do we do? Because we can't just accept it. I mean, Sandy Hook was the first time and that was a while ago and we haven't fixed it yet. It's gotten worse. We thought that, well, once Sandy Hook happens, things will change and things haven't changed. <laughs> They've gotten worse. So I, I feel like all those parents. I go back as far as Columbine. Right. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. I was in high. What was I? How was it? What year was that? Ninety five. Was Columbine? Was a senior I, in high school? I was on Penn State's campus in nineteen eighty nine when somebody started picking off people on Old Main Lawn. I was a city kid and not even real hardcore city, but I was up at Penn State. Right. I thought I was in. Uh, where did Kent Andy State. Griffith? Penn State. I, I, no, I thought I was in. It, it would. It might as well have been paradise up there. I felt as safe right. as could be. I'm right. like walking around Penn State going, this is unbelievable. Mayberry. Mayberry. 
I thought I was in Mayberry. I mean, it was, you know, and then it was like, it was a shooting. What? How did this happen? It was 1989. Like this can't, it just can't happen. It just has to just... Just appreciate the your people kids. in your life mm. and listen to the kids because we can't, we don't try not to talk about it in front of Kendall. She's nine, but she's 20 mentally. Mm. So we didn't, she didn't see the news. We didn't really talk about it, but I talked about it with the two older ones. And they're like, daddy, we would never go back to that school. I can't, I, I won't, I won't let Madeline see anything like that. I just ever. Won't. I don't want her ever because they do, they do active shoot live. They do active shooter drills at her yeah, school. We talked about that yesterday. That's, yeah, I mean, we, how many I mean, I, for the first time she came home and told me, daddy, we, we had an active shooter drill. I was like, you, what? Like for someone my age, like we, I was stunned, but it's like a tornado drill or a fire drill. It's an active shooter drill. What does that do to our kid's head? I don't know what that does to my, my daughter's psychological thought process going to school. She told me, well, oh, yeah, what we do, if someone's going to come in, the doors automatically lock. We barricade the doors. We take our desks. We put them in the corner, and we all stay in one part and on the ground, stay as low as possible because the bullets won't hit us. This is my eight-year-old. Right. Like, we can't make this <laughs> fucking normal. <laughs> no, I refuse this is not, to We're practicing drills for this shit? That means yeah. you're making it normal. But you have to do that, though, or it's malpractice otherwise. I understand. But at the same time, let's fix the fucking problem. <laughs> it's horrible. You're putting I mean, a Band-Aid on that when you teach yeah. them how to deal with it it's, when it happens. I, it's just, it, it's, stunned it's, it's, it's stunned me. It stunned me when it, she it told shooter. me that they do active shooter drills like we used to do fire drills. I just didn't know what the hell to say to it. I was like, what? <laughs> that, that, that can't. And I talked to her teacher about it. I was like, can you explain, can you walk me through how this goes? And she's like, sure. She's like, it's horrible. She's like, I don't want to have to do this with the kids, but you know, if we don't and it happens, there needs to be, I need to, she goes, even her, her parents, I want you to know that we're prepared. We're prepared. That woman yesterday had seven guns. I heard prepared for what? <laughs> like, like, I mean, it's seven guns. Like, like that's an, she has an arsenal coming in. With kindergartners and third graders, and fourth graders, <laughs> like what? So just, yes, the idea, the point of the conversation, the point of that is to definitely appreciate that your kids are coming home. Appreciate that your loved ones are around you. Don't take a second of this for granted because it's a snap. Yep. It's gone. And before you know, it can be taken away in two seconds. So thanks for being here, guys. We always appreciate it. Sorry to end on kind of a sour note, but it's an important conversation to have about what's yeah. happening in, in our world with parents and whatnot. For Farah, Dave, Matt, we are back tomorrow for a Thursday's BBB.